Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Again, thanks for tuning into the podcast. We appreciate it as always. Back once again with Nathan O'Brien to talk about our ongoing discussion of laws of investing. This is going to be our final episode on this topic, and we'll come up with some new and interesting stuff for next week's show. But we're going to wrap this laws of investing conversation up. If you have not listened to prior podcasts and don't know what I'm talking about, well, that's why you should go do it right now. You should go ahead and go to the website and make sure you subscribe to the podcast and check out the prior episodes with Nathan and I talking about this conversation. And of course, you can find that at thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. And uh, you can click right there on the main page. You'll be able to see uh, right below it, different episodes. Go in there, check out the laws of investing. This will be our final one on this topic. Nathan, how you doing, buddy? Well, I'm doing good. Just uh, getting back from a long weekend. That was a great Labor Day weekend yeah. that we had. I yeah. got to do a little dove hunting. That was fun. Oh, so, nice. Uh, yeah, a friend of mine had a big dove hunt. So we went out and, and did that with some friends and, and some family. So it was good. Cool. Had a good Very time. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I saw you did a little flying in the plane, did a little dove hunt. Yeah, so we did. We it was did. a good it weekend. Good. Yeah, it was a good weekend. It was enjoyable. Nice to have a break every once in a while like yeah. that. So it was good. Yeah. Well, very good. Very cool. Yeah. And I hope that our listeners had a good uh, Labor Day as well. Now, at the time of this podcast, as we always do, we like to give out some variable information. Uh, it looks like the Dow started down today a little bit. So we'll see how it shakes out. That could have something to do with the hurricanes coming and everything else that's uh, on the docket. So if you're kind of paying attention. <laughs> To that as a time of this podcast anyway that's what's happening and of course who knows? Andy, it could who be a knows? sneeze it could yeah. be a sneeze that's right it could be a random sneeze from a random ceo but that's right uh if you do have questions if you do have concerns anytime you you hear something useful and you want to learn more or you want to talk about your own situation before you take any action always check with a qualified professional like nathan again he's a registered investment advisor and a chartered retirement planning counselor at o'brien and associates and you can always call him at 855-51-COACH that's 855-51-COACH all right so let's get into these laws of investing. We yeah. um, we went through kind of an order, but we're going to jump around and wrap it up because this is a pretty big article that this is based on. And as we mentioned before, you can download uh, this PDF, Laws of Investing, on the site on the same page as each episode is listed. There's an option for you to do that as well if you'd like to read more about this. So law number nine is where we're going to pick up. And yeah. uh, this is big results are driven by tail events. Yes, they are. So winning mm. while losing much of the time is normal. So that's, explain that, that to us. Yeah, that's hard to discipline ourselves to that, you know. So in, anything with the market and with stocks and things like that and just um, inventions, you know, is what it comes down to. Anything that's huge and profitable and all these things that gets huge results, that gets ginormous returns. Okay. okay? Right. So those are one in a thousand or one in a million events right. and things like right. that happen. And so it's just, it's really rare. And you know, when, when we pay attention to that, we get those results. Results and we can underestimate how rare they are. Okay, so okay. a diversified what what it ultimately is saying is basically a diversified portfolio will get most of its long term results 
and returns from a minority of companies. Okay, so you may have 10, 15,000 different stocks in your portfolio. And really, a lot of those may not make money for even a five or 10 year time frame, but the returns will still be there because of a few that just have astronomical returns. Gotcha. If we could see the future, you know, if we were able to tell 15 years ago that Facebook was going to be invented and know exactly when to buy that and right, all of these right. things, then then we could be multi-billionaires within just even a few years, you know, even on a couple hundred thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars. It's kind of like, so, like the lottery, um, though, in that situation. It is. Right? Yeah, it is. It's so random and just it's so hard to find those things. Okay. So th- those, they're called tail events is what the question really gotcha. ultimately leads to. Okay. So those things just end up happening so rare that you can't figure it out. It takes discipline. Okay. You've got to stay invested. You've got to stay diversified among all of these. That's how you get the long-term returns of the market. Okay. So the takeaway of these tail events is that, you know, trying to get comfortable when a lot of what you see or don't see, I guess, doesn't really work. Yeah. Right. Cause we, no, we, that's cause true. we panic, right? We go, Oh, yes, it's, this is absolutely. not working. I need to move it to something else. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, you can't just change it around all the time because the odds of you guessing it right are not right. good. Right. You not know, good. they're just right. working yeah. against you. Just yeah. like with the lottery, the odds of you winning don't go up by you buying more tickets. So it's just <laughs> not true. how it works. <laughs> right. So. We think it does. <laughs> That's yeah. true. And they like so, it when we do. But, yeah. And, yeah. you know, I mean, it's the same at a casino. We've said that before, but the slot machine, if you put, you know, 20 bucks in and you lose all that on the first time you pull the lever, putting another 20 in does not increase your odds of success. Right. So yeah. It's not, it's just more loss, more activity of losing. So that it, it people are help. like, well, no, it's, it's due to hit. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, that's what it is. This yeah. machine is due to hit. So yeah. That's um, right. After you've put $10,000 in, you probably will win 5000 Yeah, yeah. Back. There you go. That's a, that's a good way of looking at <laughs> so it. So you're only so, down by 50%. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that can certainly happen easily whenever you are not comfortable in your portfolio or in your investment strategy. And that's, of course, why one of the reasons we do all the show that we do is to try to get people to realize there are different ways we can look at these things and say, how am I being most effective? Am I, am I comfortable with the plan? Am I comfortable with the strategy and how we're getting things done and so on and so forth? So that's a good topic there to start with. That was law number nine. Let's do laws of investing number 13. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I'm going to jump around. So this is diagnosis this errors. This is one of my favorite ones. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. diagnosis errors creating a tendency toward action in a field where the first rule of compounding is to never interrupt it unnecessarily. Yeah, uh, so. This guy is really wordy. Uh, <laughs> is. So break that down for us. Yeah. So it's fairly straightforward. Okay. So think about your car. Okay. All right. It's easy to tell, or your truck in your case, sure, Mark, because right. you drive a truck. That's so right. when you go out and uh, and you get in your truck, you turn the key and it doesn't start, then something's well, wrong. Something's wrong, right. Yeah. right. yeah, yeah. So you may not know what's wrong, but something is wrong because it's not starting for you. Right, so right. But how do you diagnose if, if your portfolio is broken? <laughs> okay, right. You can't okay. turn the key. Yeah, right. no, there's no key. So if it doesn't perform well for a year, is that broken? Or, or oh. maybe two years or five years? Is that okay, broken? Okay, so or what's is it, the... Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, I mean, it could be kind of a perfect storm scenario where just, you know, yeah, you're doing the right thing, but just the market, things are funky right now or whatever. And so you're just not getting the returns that you expect. That doesn't mean that it's broken. Okay. Because looking historically, it would have done really good over the past hundred years if you had done this. So that's the difficulty. It's hard to diagnose portfolio problems. Okay. It's just hard to. So we think that if we take 
action and try to do something and change things around that, you know, it's going to help. And we feel like we're being irresponsible if it's not working and we don't take action. Okay. So it's kind of a catch 22 that we're in, but in most cases, in almost all cases, if you're diversified right, if you're investing right based on the last 50 years of academic research, then leaving things like they are is what's going to work over the long term. It would have historically more than likely the odds are in your favor going forward. So, you know, it's just a different ball game than going out and turning the key in your truck, you know, and it's just hard. It's really well, difficult. There's a lot of ambiguity. Um, ambiguity. Ooh, I guess yeah. that's a big word. Yeah, that's uh, a big word. Hey. Now, he, yeah, ooh, look at me. Uh, right. He may mentions out of favor periods just out of curiosity what do they consider an out of favor period is that basically when just stocks are down no it's not it's when different asset classes or even sectors of the market are down so you know you can have a sector like uh, commodities or financials or things like that so so oil stocks are not doing well or gold is not doing well or it's doing really good so those can you know if they're out of favor then it's not doing good for that time frame one of the things that's kind of been out of favor for the past five years or so is like value investing value stocks have not done as good as expected over the past five years but but now looking historically, there's about a two or 3% premium per year for investing in value stocks. So it doesn't mean that it's not going to ever work again. It just means that it's kind of out of favor right now. It's not doing what we expect it to do. But Again, that doesn't mean if you buy value stocks, it doesn't mean that your portfolio is broken. Right. And so to kind of that conversation, that point we're having, it's not just hopping on in and out of things as, as well either, right? We're not we're not no, playing flavor true. of the yeah. month here. Uh, <laughs> at right. least you shouldn't be. So No, that's okay. right. And, right. you know, the odds, again, it's just like gambling. So it, it's not going to help you to have more action and more right. um, <laughs> changing things around in your portfolio. Number one, because of cost. It yeah. just costs a lot it to does change cost, stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember who said it, but I know we had a quote on the radio show that you and I did a while back. It might, we might have even hit it on the podcast, but he was saying, you know, your portfolio shouldn't be exciting. If you want exciting, <laughs> take $800 and go to Vegas. You that's know? right. I, and I figured no, that must right. be an older quote because $800 in Vegas just doesn't do much. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's true. But the but same it, principle applies. It is. Yeah, it is. And so you just want to make sure that uh, you really, you do want it to be kind of boring and right, right. set things up right to begin with. Make sure you understand that it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And don't focus on the last two to five years of returns. Focus on 15, 20 plus years yeah. of returns to see, you know, what it's done over that long of a time frame or more. Yeah. Be the turtle, not the hare. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I know that's hard to do because especially it when is. the market's been climbing the way it has been climbing over the last couple yeah. of years, you yeah. know, it's easy to get excited and, and it's easy to get riled up and wound up and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. And that's really why <laughs> law 15 becomes interesting to talk about, which is behavior, behavior versus analytics. One yeah. can't, you know, one cannot be taught and the other can. And that's, I think that's really interesting because you can teach analytics, but you can't teach behavior. No, that's true. And and that's why we spend so much time on that with our clients, just making we sure can coach that, it, right? Right. You try to, you try to coach that and help people understand and think before they leap. When we were kids, we always thought about, you know, flying and different things, or I did anyway. So, but that didn't mean that we climbed up on the roof and jumped off, right? I mean, that, that would be stupid. So, um, so we were yeah, all smart enough. Yeah, it would be enough. stupid, and I never did that ever. You not. <laughs> so, okay. Well, with with the exception of Mark. <laughs> no, there was other people too. So, okay. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, I mean, we just. <laughs> 
<laughs> so how many arms and legs did you break? Well, we were aiming for the pool. So oh, uh, we oh, were jumping off aiming. the roof in the, did you, the pool. Uh, I made the pool? it. Uh, my nephew did not. He, oh, yeah, he, oh, he, he yeah. fractured his ankle because he missed part. He got the, caught the diving board on the way down. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. Well, well, most people have We got a lot of trouble, but most that. people, so yes. yes. No, I'm just kidding, man. No, you're fine. No, that's, I mean, that's I'm, funny. when you're 14, you're not always the smartest person oh, in the world. No, that's true. <laughs> that's true. So <laughs> it's it's the same thing with investing. You know, the thing is, is we're just a lot older. Right. You know, true. so. Well, very we, true. Uh, yeah, we end up getting into this and then we just make silly decisions a lot of times. So, you know, the idea today that really anyone can know anything is pretty accurate. Okay. It's not exactly true. And, and but really I unbelievable mean, if you think about it. I know. I right? know. The we, internet we, has just right. brought so much information we to us. We take that for granted. That's, that's true. And, you know, 30 years ago, if you wanted to know about a stock, you had to go to the library <laughs> right, and try to find right. information that was more than likely at least a year old, you yeah. know, that you were reading. So it was For the just, average investor, yeah. That's right. Yeah. No, that's right. For the average. So, you know, ultimately the behavior side is what you've got to manage. It's what comes down because we can know so much and everything at this point. So it's just something that You've got to follow. You've got to pay attention to. And one of the things that I really tell clients Mm -hmm. to do to kind of check themselves is just, you know, ask yourself, what is causing you to make this decision? Is it something that's happening now that you just saw on the financial pornography network? Or (laughs) or is it, you know, or is it something that that is truly a life changing event that's happening? You know, if it's the latter, then, yeah, that may cause a reason or may be a reason for a portfolio change. But if it's the first one and it's it's just, you know, you see in the talking head and this is what they're talking about right. and everything and they're scaring you to death. Right, right, Then right. that's not the reason to make a change. Yeah. He, he says an interesting line here that data, so we're saying financial data, is influential. And that's true. But he goes on to say that cortisol and dopamine are authoritative. I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So basically saying <laughs> the, right. the chemicals in our brain, while the data can influence us, it's the chemicals in our brain that make that ultimate decision and drives our investing behavior. That's a personal and a personality response a lot of times. And so you've got to take the data and assimilate it, but you've also got to be careful, like you said, not to listen to something that may put you in that state of, oh my, and you rush off to do something without checking and doing your homework and kind of curtailing that behavioral side. That's true. It, I mean, it, it does come back to a natural instinct of fight or flight. You know, right, exactly. it, we, we exactly. need that instinct because we need to run from the bear if we're out hiking in the woods. But, but <laughs> and we want to run we, from the, we want to run from the stock market bear too. Well, and that's the thing is we do want to, and it's not necessarily the best thing to do though, because, yeah. you know, ultimately long term, a disciplined investor will win. Okay. But it does hurt. I mean, it's pain. You know, and we don't like pain. We feel irresponsible if we don't do something about that pain and we're not changing our portfolio. But if you're diversified, right, that's not the best thing to do. So, you know, just hang in there. I know that's kind of an old saying, but it's it is truly just if you're diversified, right, hang in there, rebalance it during the bad times and it will work over the long term. Well, I tell you what, folks, hopefully you've really enjoyed this. It's been a little bit of a different um, series of podcasts the last couple of weeks that Nathan and I have been doing. Again, we've been talking 
talking about the laws of investing. Very cool article, worth the read. There's some interesting information in there, and we make it available for you to pick this up on Nathan's website. Uh, again, go to thefinancialanswer.com, uh, and you can click on the episode. You'll see it says Laws of Investing Part 1, Part 2, so on and so forth. You can click on those, listen to each one, and at the bottom of it, you can download this PDF from Morgan Housel. Uh, he's the gentleman who put this out, and Nathan and I have kind of been trying to translate some of that for you in a way that hopefully makes it simple. That's what we kind of do here on The Financial Answers. We try to kind of break things down and, and make them easy. So we hope you've enjoyed this series of podcasts, and I think we'll change it up for next week, Nathan, but uh, overall, I think it's pretty good information. Yeah, I liked it. I, I really enjoyed the article. I thought it was a good thing to share with everyone. So, yeah. um, you know, there's if anyone has questions, if you're going through it, feel free to email us, of course. We do get a lot of questions and things like that from time to time. So uh, we also have our Investor Awareness Guide that's available, so you can get that by clicking on the, uh, when you go to the Financial Answer and listen to a podcast, you can click on that and get the toolkit that's down at yep. the bottom. So yep. put your information in, we'll send you that toolkit. It costs you nothing, and it's a lot of just great general information about investing. So if you'd like to get that, we'd love to send it to you. Yeah, we make it pretty easy. Just go to thefinancialanswer.com. Multiple ways to get in contact with Nathan. You can schedule a visit. You can get the Investor Awareness Guide. You can subscribe to the podcast. All those good things we put there right at your fingertips. The mobile uh, site works really, really well. So for a lot of listeners, uh, podcasts obviously are uh, handy versus the computer. If you're not sitting at your desk, maybe working on uh, work or whatever it is, maybe you're out driving or you're out in uh, gardening and you want to pop in the headphones and do something like that, you can always check us out that way as well. So go to thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. And you can always give Nathan O'Brien a call at 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. He is a registered investment advisor, chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey and the founder at O'Brien and Associates. And as always, folks, if you hear something interesting or a nugget of information that you want to learn more about before you take action, always check with a qualified professional. If you don't have an advisor, reach out to Nathan and he'll be happy to talk to you as we mentioned. Buddy, thanks for your time, man. I appreciate you as always. Thank you. Hope everyone has a good weekend and uh, look forward to seeing you again here next week. Yeah. And if uh, at the time of this podcast, if uh, old Hurricane Dorian leaves us alone over here in North Carolina, I will see you next week. So that's right. (laughs) As long as I have power, we'll do the show next week. (laughs) Sounds good. We'll talk to you next time here, folks. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for your time on The Financial Answer. Again, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple or Google or whatever platform you choose. And you can find that at thefinancialanswer.com. That is thefinancialanswer.com. Bye-bye. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.